The podcast that you're about to hear contains acts of sex and violence. The hosts do not claim to be experts on the subjects that they present. Listener discretion is advised. All right, boys and girls, and welcome back to Brutal Nation. I am your illustrious host, the one, the only. God dang, I feel sexy like a sexy bitch today because my tits look great. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> you're not wearing a bra again. <laughs> um, excuse me. Did you not watch Seinfeld? It's called The Bro. Oh, excuse me. No, I actually never did watch Seinfeld. Okay, that's why I, I well, have a... Recently, somebody goes, you need to watch Seinfeld. So I tried, and it's just like, it's dumb. Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't watch very much Seinfeld, but that was one of the ones that I caught. Uh, was uh, I think it was Kramer had uh, in, uh, the invention for guys who have tits. And it's called The Bro. <laughs> that is so funny. And I mean, I did see the one where they all tried to sustain from having sex or masturbating for a while. And like Kramer's like, nope, can't do it. <laughs> oh, that's me. I can't imagine. <laughs> no way. Like, seriously, man. There's times I'm walking down those. There he if it was, was bad, just... you'd be in jail. <laughs> Sometimes I have to sing to myself. There he was just walking down the street singing, I'm a playing with my P-E-E-P. <laughs> You're so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do some business, and then we'll get into this. I All right. Number one, I've been putting this at the end, but apparently you fuckers don't listen all the way to the end. So, log on to Facebook and join Citizens of Brutal Nation. See what you get for not listening? You get this at the beginning. <laughs> That's what you get. You proud of yourself? You feeling good about yourself now? That's okay. right. Maybe you should listen till the end. What did your mother tell you? <laughs> That's exactly it right there. I mean, I want... The phone numbers to your those, those of you who haven't joined yet, I want your parents' phone numbers. I need to call them. You're going to get grounded, okay? Because you don't listen. Damn people. That's right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're starting off on a great note, note this morning. We are. Can we I get are. Sleep. My sinuses are fucked up. Anyway, join Citizens of Brutal Nation on Facebook. Interact with us. And we have some shout outs oh, we're going to yeah, do here in a minute. Right. But. Um, uh, let me let me pull it up because I didn't write down any names and I forgot to pull it up. Give me two. It's really weird. There. Some people pull it up and I should have pulled out many times. Um, just saying, just you know, just saying for a friend. I know, right? <laughs> Hang on, I got. That's all right. I still got some shit to do. God dang. Oh man. wait, no, I wanted to do this one. Damn it! Are you okay with it? You having no, a fucking stroke? No, I'm trying to remember my password. Um, is it Squatch's itchy butt sixty oh, nine? No, I'll just pull it up on my phone. For some reason. It logged out of Facebook on my computer, and I never remember my password. I every time they log me out of Facebook, I have to freaking reset my password. Not not gonna lie, I'm not gonna get you lie. a password book. I have one for all our business shit, but I oh, forget to write good. down my you know. Okay, anyways, we have some new. There, there, there's one dude on there, and I, I can't remember. It was a, two initials and then his last name. JT JT Panera. Or Paneri, if I'm wrong, oh, tell us how to. Oh, there you go. You I, fucked up his name. Because it's spelled P I N A I R E. Yeah. Anyways, if I pronounce it wrong, because you know we have our friend in South Africa who I am <laughs> struggling to like learn her name because you like refuse to. So if I got it wrong, let me know. I will work hard to get it right. But no, and he actually found us because he was talking to somebody about uh, Davis and Riley. Oh, yeah, I remember that. That was a two-parter. Yeah, no, it was a three-parter. Was it a three-parter? Yeah. Yeah. That was a bizarre freaking story. Yeah, that was a bizarre case. Freaks, man. But, um, and so he went to go look up podcasts with that, with, uh, Davis and Riley and saw Brutal Nation go, and he said Any, anything titled Brutal Nation is worth a listen to. Told you I had and an he, awesome name for the show. I know. Right? Hey, we came up with that together. No, you're saying like, what will we call it? And I, I at first it was like, I don't know to kill my ne- my neighbors. I that did are not annoying. say that. <laughs> no, that was me. I'm like to kill the neighbors that are that live next door that I can't freaking stand. No, no, can't call them that. That's too pretty much on the nose. <laughs> um, to pee on a tree outdoors. Yeah, because no, we threw around several titles, but yeah, but and then we have. Um, there's also another. There's Sean Dondero. I don't You're have my... just making haters now. No, because I don't have my regular reading glasses because they broke, remember? So I'm using these drugstore ones, and they're horrible. That's exactly what she wants you guys to believe. Like, for no, real, it's, man. it's for true. Like, she's, like, it's half It's for retarded. true. And then there's Gino Wright. Yeah, so that's a shout-out to th- to those. Oh, and my one, my cousin joined, too. Th- Thomas, I love you to death. 
Is that his last name? That's no, that's name. his first name, Thomas Kistner. Oh, I thought it was and like yeah. I love you to death was his last name. No. God damn, okay. Thomas cool. Kistner, I love you to death, but, you know, family's not safe in this group at all. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> no shit. Saying, buckle I, up. <laughs> I give your sister so much shit. You do. You do. I mean, you're nice to my aunt, but you give my sister so much I, crap. I like your aunt and, and your cousin Chris. I know. And my cousin is, Tina. And Tina. Yeah, she's pretty fucking cool. You know, but I give everybody shit. Okay, so let's see. I did some business there. Um, oh, I have the other business is don't forget to come check out if you're in the area. Come check out Twisted Blue. They're playing at the Lair Bar and Grill in Milwaukee. Actually, if you look up on the Twisted Blue page, I yeah. think our calendar is up there. Yeah, I do have the events up there, and I keep adding more. So. Yeah, I mean we're we're getting pretty. Yeah, because you guys out. are booked out through September. So, and if you are in the area, I'd advise coming to see us pretty quick because next year we are starting off on a tour uh, and hopefully be releasing the new album by then. And uh, so we might not be in town all hell of a whole lot because <laughs> yeah. you see, boys and girls gather around. Scotty's got a story for you. So originally, years ago, I had a booking agent. Okay, and Saul was great. But Saul retired. So I'm like, oh, I'll book shows myself. And then uh, when Matt came on board and, and you know what? Me and the me, Matt and Johnny realized that we that they've been with me now for two years. Has it been two years? It's been two fucking years. You know what? I think you're right because yeah. you and I have known each other for two and a half. And so it wasn't very long when that yeah, that group broke up and you know, you went all ape shit and we're gonna quit. Um, I almost killed my former my former bass player because well, you just don't you don't get up in my face and start cussing at me for no damn reason, um, and that's after anger management. I like to say that's before, but no, that's after because that's just my bit. But anyway, so then Matt starts booking as well. Yes, and then occasionally Max, which was that we don't book fucking shows. <laughs> don't be a Max. <laughs> that's no, what I've been told. Don't be a Max. What's it? Pl- what's it pay, Max? Oh, it pays X amount of dollars. That's our growing rate. Okay, I, I don't think this plate this place pays. But you're saying, oh yes, it does. Oh great, we made sixty five dollars. That's great for fucking we. You know, like a, an that's hour. gas for one of you. <laughs> yeah, like, Jesus Christ, man. God damn, fucking Max. Anyway, but yeah. I love giving Max shit. I know, right? I still give him shit. Anyway, so then I told Squatchy Poo over here that, hey, I need you to start, like, uh, here's a form letter that I send out to everybody. I just need you to send this, these letters out. She's like, okay. And now we're booked. So, like, we are seriously, we're, we're, we're Squatch's whores. Is all we are. <laughs> we're just fucking. Well, and it's really weird because, you know, I send out the emails, you know, because that's the easiest thing to do. But some places don't have their email address you know, available. So I'll call them. And it's like, I literally book three shows just by calling and being like, you know, hey, how do I send out this information to you and everything? And they're like, oh, what day do you want? And yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> we know who you guys are. Fucking, God, we're glad you called. Jesus yeah, Christ, we've man. been waiting for you. No. And it's so funny because one guy goes, I said, you don't want their press kit or anything? He goes, no, I like your approach. I'm like, well, thank you. <laughs> I think it's because yeah. I don't have a vagina. It that and I just have this naturally saccharine sweet voice on the phone. Actually, let me tell you this: I do have a vagina. It's just not attached to me. It's attached to many others. <laughs> I was gonna say, let's not bring your dog into this. <laughs> oh, ouch! God, number one, don't say that because for some reason Angel has liked. It's like she's been really super protective of me lately. Like I'm sitting on the toilet. And uh, and normally it should like poke her head in like, dude, you okay? I'm like, no, I'm fine. She's like, well, it doesn't smell like you're okay, but okay, I'll be out here. And like, I I saw something on my phone and I raised my voice because I talk to myself a lot. I know. You and do. here she comes barreling in, her hair heads on my freaking lap, which is awkward as hell. And she's like, dude, are you okay? Do I have to murder somebody? I'll kill somebody for you right now. Okay, look, you remind me a lot of my daughter, and you shouldn't be doing that because that's not like she's ever Stalker Sally over there. Right, you know, <laughs> and I'm, I'm sitting there going and thinking to myself, um, except, you know, none of my kids have ever put their head in my lap while I'm in the toilet. No, but you just sun touched your nuts, so there you go. Oh, don't even get me on that fucking story. Now, you know what everybody's thinking right now? Oh, my God, what's he doing to his kids? Let no. me explain before you start thinking. Oh my God, he's a chima. So... <laughs> Any male parent will with understand a, yeah, this. Yeah, with a, ma- a male child, yes. So when you're teaching your, your male, your, your son, 
how to use the bathroom on his own, usually it's just easier to have him follow you in and you both make it a game and you both pee in the toilet together. Okay, and it worked. He, he, he was doing it. So I had a house out in Bend, Oregon, and, uh, and sure enough, I'm in my living room, and he goes, Daddy, I got to pee. Okay, cool. Let's go. So we go out into the uh, the, the bathroom that was uh, in the main parlor area of my house, and uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm peeing, and he's peeing, and then all of a sudden, he poked my left testicle <laughs> with his finger. And guys, guys, I got, I got advice for you. Did you know? <laughs> That's a shock. Now, I'm not a doctor, but I learned something. There is an instant shutoff valve. <laughs> and the second that he poked my nut, it stopped. Like, not even another drop. It's like, what the fuck? And now my dick is looking up at me going, what, what, dude, bro, 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 what, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> I'm all, um, I still got to pee. And my dick's like, Mm-mm. no, you get that little freak out of here right now. So Jake finished up and go, okay, buddy, you got to go wait, you know, go go wait out there. <laughs> and then I closed the door and I locked it. Meanwhile, you know, my freaking pecker's got PTSD. <laughs> Still to this day. Oh, yeah. No, I I, I have to I have to give it medication. It, it sees its own counselor. Um, <laughs> it was funny about that story is because I'm a female. I can't pee standing up. So when I taught my son. When I potty trained my son, I, f- I put Fruit Loops in the toilet and told them to aim, <laughs> and it worked. <laughs> it's weird. That's why he's a Fruit Loop now. Shut- hey, what, dude? I woke up and my bedroom door is closed, which I never shut my bedroom door because you know I'm claustrophobic and have this fear. And I was like, oh, so my friend, my son must have had a friend come over last night. I'm claustrophobic too. I'm afraid of Santa Clauses in the mall. You know, claw. <laughs> I know I, I got I got that it. One, yeah, yeah I, 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 you, don't, you don't have to mansplain your dad jokes to me. <laughs> They're dumb enough. When you have to explain a joke, it's no longer funny. <laughs> oh, I cracked the fuck up. I just I make myself yeah. laugh. But so, yeah, yeah, no, no, no Angel's no. been very. I mean, because ghosts will come into the bathroom with me and just be like looking at me. I'll go, I'm okay, and then he'll turn around and leave. Jesus Christ! Yeah. All right, I guess we got to get into this damn episode now that we're 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 following rabbit holes down there, and I'm not awake. We are, we are. I feel like shit. But yeah. Plus, I'm playing at a venue tonight that I really don't want to play at. Well, for four hours when you thought it was only a three-hour show. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. They do not pay well enough for me to be there for four fucking hours. Jesus. Well, Christ. there you got it. But no. Gives me hemorrhoid flare-up. <laughs> All right, boys and girls. Today I. Get to present, and which is, I know, a rarity because most I, of the time I, I'm, yeah, I'm here. shocked as all hell right now. Yeah, me too. I'm like, oh my god, I'm <laughs> and, actually going to do Misty, something. And Misty, this is going to be longer than a blurb, I promise. Oh, Misty, for you, it's going to be so long. Oh, ew. No, that's actually for your mom. Ew, <laughs> even worse. Jan, for you, it's long and it's a hard one. Ah! Don't say that to my mother on the air. Your mom's weirdo. coming. Your mom's going to be coming at the end of this month, literally. <laughs> Both ways, like yeah, she's not my just mom's flying out in. here for a month. Yeah, not just flying in either. She's gonna be anyway. She's spending the she's spending a couple days. With me. Anyway, no, she's not. Oh, she okay, is. go. All right, boys and girls. Today I'm gonna be doing a really fucked up one actually, and I picked this guy named Coral Watts. Now, I think he was born Carl Watts, or Cor- I, maybe he was born Coral, and people called him Carl. I couldn't fucking figure that out. But everybody, all everything that I read on him said his name's Coral. Okay. Uh, anyway, Carl Watts, a.k.a. the Sunday Morning Slasher. Ooh, Sunday morning, huh? Now, I'll tell you what. Most of the time, monikers are fucking stupid. I know, like the bathroom slayer and the gay, sla- gay slayer. Oh, no. <laughs> gay slayer. <laughs> or the tube sock killers. Um, I just want to point that out. That's fucking retarded as hell. I but, always bring up the tube sock with you. I go, yeah, remember the tube sock? <laughs> when the media Gave him this moniker. I had to say, you know what? Good job. God, man, tip my hat to you. The <laughs> Sunday morning slasher. And there's a reason we'll get into that. <laughs> well, I'm <laughs> assuming it's because he killed people on Sunday mornings. But what do I know? <laughs> so, boys and girls, there's a lot of dark alleyways in large cities like Detroit, Michigan. Ferndale is one such city that... It, it, Wait, where's Detroit again? Michigan. Where? Don't show me that hand. I swear to God, I will fucking shoot you. I hate when people, I'm from Michigan. I'm right. Here's my hand right here. I'm from right 
bear. <laughs> you know, make, people from Michigan, for fuck's sake, just make it easier on morons like me. Sit there and go, I'm I'm from like fucking. But they're not from the Uper. <laughs> if you say Uper, I swear to God, if you're from Michigan, I'm going to push you off a cliff. <laughs> Retarded, man. Oh, Jesus my God. Well, if you write to Monk Steppenworth, say, where on the hand were you from? <laughs> I'm going to ask him that next time that I, that, that I email him. I'm going to say, I got a question. We're like, on the hand. We're on the from? hand. All right, where are you born? <laughs> are you from the Uper? Fuck. That's funny. <sighs> okay, go. <laughs> All right, anyway. Ferndale is, is one such city that borders Detroit. Um, it was late at night, and a guy by the name of Joe, Joe Foy, was he's just kicking back in his apartment, right? And he heard something outside. So he goes, he looks out his window of the place, uh, you know, and it's a few floors above ground level that he's living in an apartment. He sees this black dude straggling this woman uh, in an alleyway behind his building. So he races over the telephone, calls the cops, but they were too late to save the girl. Like, she is done. She's dead, right? Wow. So Joe gave the cops a description of the guy who killed the young lady, as well as, as, a, as a description of the car that he saw, saw you know, driving away. Because, you know, the murderer's like, adios, bichachos, I'm gone. <laughs> well, you can't Was it me. a standout vehicle like Randy Kraft? No, no. <laughs> Randy Kraft did have a badass car, though. I'll give him that, man. That was one badass vehicle. But, of course, you know, after murdering somebody, you're not going to wait around for the cops to give you an interview or anything like that. Or, hold on. Oh, okay. Just my fucking kid walking by, just looking all weird and <laughs> fucking Jake-like. <laughs> He's looking like... So, let's see. Where the hell was I? I lost my place. Goddamn. So, the car was a dark brown Pontiac. Oh, okay. So, the girl that he killed was Helen May Dutcher. And she was found with 12, count them, 12 stab wounds on her body. The police had no leads in the case out at... in uh, 12 stab wounds? 12 fucking stab wounds. Dude. Like, you know, hey, man, go big or go home. Hmm. But he didn't over. We've seen more, but go ahead. We did, but at, at least he didn't like do it to where like you have to, you know, switch from your dominant hand to your non-dominant hand. You're sweating. Well, and you know that. I mean, even with like they say, even with five, there's so much exertion there that you know that's why this case in Idaho was so bizarre because there's no sweat, there's no other DNA. You know, oh yeah, there with Koberger, a yeah. lot. Yeah, there's a lot of exertion because you're sweating. It's it's a. It's like, I don't know. It's a passionate way to kill somebody. It's a crime of passion. So check this but. out. The cops had no leads uh, of the case outside of Joe Foy's statements of the case. Of course, it went cold. You got nowhere to follow, right? right? Just another day in the rough streets of Detroit. Detroit. The Motor City. The Motor City. And the, the killing city, too. Apparently. Detroit's fucking rough, man. Dude, it is. So let's talk about our killer for a moment, okay? Just so that we know the background of this monster. And I do call him a monster. Okay. Now, I think he was actually born Carl, but I'm not sure. Anyway, we're going to go Carl Eugene Watts was born November 7th of 1953 in Killeen, Texas. I. Not New York City. Get a rope. Get a rope. <laughs> His parents were Richard Watts and Dorothy May Young. Richard was uh, in the Army, that's his daddy, uh, and stationed at Fort Hood, located in Colleen, when, when you know Carl or Coral was born. His mother was a kindergarten teacher, so that, uh, so not what you would expect, right, for, as far as like an abusive type of a situation. At least I think, okay? A kindergarten, a kindergarten teacher is going to have a lot of patience when it comes to kids, of course. Generally speaking, a desire to protect kids. And... I mean, I can imagine his mom and dad knocking the shit out of him. Um, but, you know, she's a kindergarten garden teacher, you know, and I might be wrong. I'm just thinking of it as if you're a kindergarten teacher, you're really not promoting knocking the shit out of kids. Are you typing over there? I am sorry. I was responding to an email. I apologize. Some I forget that my keyboard's loud. Yeah, you clickety clack over there like you're in a fucking typing pool in the 1930s. Clickety clack. Don't talk back. Oh, that's yakety yak. That's yakety yak. Like okay, clickety clack. Don't type back. How's that? Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> I forget that you were on your OnlyFans. Going, who wants to see pictures of my big feet? That's so gross. <laughs> I haven't heard from Gaten lately. I need to message him. Send him pictures of your feet. No, you hell no. 
So let's talk about Ann Arbor, Michigan. See, if somebody says I'm from near Ann Arbor, I know where the fuck that is. Not, on the hand? No, not on the hand in real life. Yeah, I don't go, hey, where on the hand is that? Because where's Ann Arbor? <laughs> I don't even know where it's at, but go ahead. Get a map. Don't get a hand. Get a fucking map. <laughs> Goddamn fucking people, man. Anyway, it's a quiet college town, or at least it was in the 70s and 80s. I mean, it's a college town, so you're going to have your normal kid shit going on. Right, and I hear it's still pretty much a college town, but we yeah. Things like getting drunk, you yeah. know, being caught in public while drinking, fighting, that kind of thing. And it happens, you know, all the time in college towns. But it's still a fairly safe town to be in. Students often walked to where they were going alone at night and felt safe going there. No one thought that a monster could be lurking in their mists. In their shadows. Dun, 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 dun. It's like a shadow creature. So a few weeks later, in Ann Arbor, Michigan, Shirley Small was stabbed to death while she was walking home. Then Glinda Richmond got her turn at the hands of this madman two months later in her apartment. Two months after that, Rebecca Huff would feel the cold steel of this monster's desires wow. as she walked to her car. I kind of like how I worded that. I, I know, way. I know. So they're all being stabbed multiple times. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, yeah, a lot. This a lot. guy kind of like to stab people. But, yeah, but you'll figure out with what, with, with what, with what. I anyway, with, Jesus, can you what he what? stabs them with later. That's it, right there. Thank you. I'm sorry, my brain actually. I think I had a stroke. God I don't damn. think you know how to talk, but okay. I talk fine for you know. There what? you go, <laughs> some bitch. In every case, it seemed like these girls had been stabbed with a screwdriver. Wow. Oh, but wait, the plot thickens. Oh, okay. They were also all killed on Saturday nights so that they were found Sunday mornings, hence gotcha. the name. See, I told you that it had something to do with Sunday, Sunday morning. Sunday morning slasher. Yeah. None of these victims were raped or robbed, and I would like hmm. to point out that they were killed and just left behind. Okay. There was no evidence that the cops had found that would tell them who the slasher was. Yeah, because back then there was no such thing as DNA. So. Right. Yeah. They were all killed and left in populated uh, p- apartment complexes, and no one heard a goddamn thing when these, wo- when the- when these now, women died. Were they all found outside or inside? Both. Oh, okay. I think, I think the majority were found outside, if I'm remembering correctly. Okay. There was, uh, I think, maybe one exception or two. Anyway. Now, in case you didn't know this, dear listener, during the 80s, it was the height of the serial killers in the good old USA. The 70s, 80s, and 90s gave way to serial killers that terrorized our country from John Wayne Gacy to Jeffrey Dahmer and beyond. Yeah, and they're coming back. (coughs) They're making a comeback, kind of like Disco. Yeah. (coughs) No, Disco is dead forever. Burning, burning, Disco with (laughs) Birdo. Actually, I will admit there are some disco songs I like, but no. Disco's that awesome. Disco dancing, though, dude. I can do the hustle. I do, want do, disco do, dancing do, 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 to come do, do. back just so that I can get... Um, Platform like, shoes and bell-bottom pants. And a leisure suit and a big <laughs> collared silk shirt, you know? And I want to get out on that... on that, that Grow disco. your hair out into a well, mullet. <laughs> I want to get onto that dance floor where the floor lights up and the disco bomb. I'm going to win that eight-track player. That's right. You know, that's one of those. I can pick up on song lyrics pretty easy and I memorize them. Yeah. I've heard Staying Alive a thousand times, and this is what I've surmised from it. You ready? Uh-huh. Staying alive. Staying alive. That's the only thing I catch. And I make that same goddamn sound whenever I stub my toe, by the way. No, you don't. You say, son of a bitch. Yeah, if I was son of a bitch, I just pulled a muscle in my thigh, in my thigh. <laughs> oh my god, we're horrible. <laughs> That's terrible. Anyway, let's. It's let's, been one of those weeks. Let's, let's try go. to get to this goddamn thing because we still have some shit we have to order and. Yeah, and we have. Sh- we got a lot of shit to do before I leave. <clears throat> All right, it was there. It was where you will find some of the killers that have that we've talked about and talked to ourselves, such as. Dennis Rader, BTK killer, as yep. well as Keith Jesperson, the happy face killer, yep. who we have had on our show many times, and I still it's talk a to... Spider! A... Hang on! Oh, well, murder it. 
I did. Thank I thought you. it was a thing of fuzz, like going things, so I kind of went to move and then it started crawling back. I it was like clear sp- out here. I gotta spray <laughs> the fucking house again. God damn it. Anywho's goo. Anywho's I talked to Keith Jesperson or was about once a week. I have to write him a letter and say, Hey man, what the fuck's going yeah, on? Yeah, send him an email. Yeah. He doesn't take emails, remember? Jesperson? Oh, that's right. I mean he has it, but he doesn't really Yeah, yeah. because you know, I don't know. Anyway, it seems like every month there was a new serial killer on the loose somewhere in America from coast to coast. Yep. It was thought that serial killers were also always white guys. Yep. As we know, as we know well, now. Yeah, we found that with the uh, the um, oh my god, the uh, nor no the Weezy, that guy in Louisiana. Uh, god, I can't think of his name right offhand. Oh, but I've, they I've they literally remember they literally said that he was a white guy, and that's how he got away with it for so long. But yeah. Ruben. Go ahead. Thank you. Let's I was finish. just saying. Let's I was giving fucking episode. statistics. God damn it. Anyway, they were dead wrong about that, of course, and we know that now, right? Yeah. Still, no one was really afraid to go outside. As an adult now, I think that it's strange. Yeah. I mean, we're living in, you know, we were living in Southern California, and I remember as a teenager sneaking out of my bedroom window to go watch movies with my friends in a riverbed next to the drive-in theater. Yeah, and getting caught. Gather around, kiddos, of the younger generation. Dude, driving theaters were epic. Let me tell you a story. Then I'll continue. Mm-hmm. Actually, I like this story. <clears throat> I had a friend in high school. His name was Fred Cox. Fred Wilcox. <laughs> no, I knew a guy named Scott Cox, though. Did you? That's not my porn name, by the way. <laughs> no, it's porn. I'd venture, I'd venture to say that he was my best friend, although we did get into a hell of a lot of trouble together. Uh, then they, he was your best friend, yeah. So here's what would happen, okay, with the with the movie theaters. Fred would bring uh, what was known as a boombox, which is a huge radio with speakers powered by batteries. Yes, like you needed like eight thousand D batteries. You did. And you you got needed like, like you needed like eight of them, yeah. And you got like th- three seconds of uh, fucking time to use it or something. It was just <laughs> they were huge. So we would sneak off uh, and tune into the radio station that the theater, the the, the drive-in theater, would broadcast on. I saw RoboCop with Fred, and I'm sharing this next part of the story so that you get a real feel for the generation at the time. Yes. So one night we snuck out, and Fred brought his younger brother with him. We went to the movies, and in the middle of the movie, we saw a car pull up at the access road at the end of the riverbed. Oh, okay. We thought it was the cops. We started to run. Fred's brother made it across the, the stream that was in the riverbed, and I heard, James Scott Alexander, you stop right there. Actually, what I heard I, was James Bubba Scott Alexander. I was going to say, you left a name out there, big guy. That's why I had my name changed. And I froze, of course. And I told Fred to get out of there with his brother. And Fred said something that still resonates in my head, by the way. He said, no, man, if you get busted, we all get busted. And it was my mom and my stepdad. Oh, okay. Okay, back on track. So now that young women are starting to drop like flies, the cops in Ann Arbor, Michigan, put together a 15-person task force to find their killer. Wow. The problem was that months went by and no girls were getting killed. So, you know, it's like, hey, dude, let's step this up. Help us out here. Kill some girls so we can kind of figure out who you are. Yeah, right. One day, a detective by the name of Sergeant James Arthurs was reading the newspaper and he saw a story about the girls in Ann Arbor that were stabbed with a screwdriver. So he calls Ann Arbor because he knew that those girls were stepped, actually not with a screwdriver, but with a wood carving tool. Oh, like an awl? Yeah, like an awl. Oh. Now, all you kids gather around. <laughs> God. Six years earlier, Detective James Arthurs investigated the stabbing of a 19-year-old girl in Kalamazoo, Michigan, which wow. is only about 90 miles from Ann Arbor. Okay. The victim's name was Gloria Steele, as in she'll steal your heart, baby. That's right. Next on Love Songs on the Coast. Love Line. <laughs> Next on Love Line. <laughs> Gloria Steele, she'll steal your heart. That's right. This song goes out to you. This song. <laughs> Remember that those soft-talking DJs? This song goes out to you. <laughs> yeah, I used to listen to Love Songs on the Coast in, in California. Oh, yeah, when, when I was yeah, a teenager yeah. because I had a, a girlfriend tend to all right, this song here goes out to Scotty. This here is from, uh, I don't know, I can't remember her name. I think her name was Misty. 
from Misty just to say how much she loves you. And then it'd be some cheesy ass, you know, fucking song. I but know, you, right? You had to listen because if not, she, did you see the, did you hear the song I requested for you? And if you say no, you're not getting laid. It's, ah, you don't love me. I just went to the bathroom. God damn. <laughs> yeah, because back then you couldn't take it with you. No, no kidding, man. It's just like, <laughs> anyway. She'd been stabbed so hard with the woodworking tool, it embedded it itself into her spine it had to be removed oh. by the medical examiner. Oh. At the time, the main suspect was a fellow student by the name of, guess who? Coral Watts. That's right. Wow. The detective Arthur searched Coral Watts' home and found several woodworking tools that were a match for the same kind of tool the medical examiner removed from Gloria. But the evidence was all circumstantial. So right. they, had, they couldn't press charges against him. They're like, fuck! Okay, we, we know you did it, you dickhead. Yeah, it wasn't like today where they just throw you in jail anyways, you know. That's right, man. They threw me in jail for being black without a license. <laughs> Driving while black. That's right. Walking while black. <clears throat> so when Detective Arthurs called up Ann Arbor, uh, they pretty much didn't believe him. Like, yeah, whatever, you fucking nut job. I thought that he was wrong or didn't know what he was talking about. The detective kept calling. I guess I meant they thought he was wrong. Yeah. So why don't I just correct that? Thank you. With my one good hand. With your one good hand. The detective kept calling back, and then finally uh, the Ann Arbor Task Force went to Kalamazoo to look at their files. And bingo. They had a match. The stab wounds wow. that Gloria had uh, had matched w- ones found on three of the victims in Ann Arbor. So apparently. So they, how long did it take him to convince them? Did it say? It didn't say. Oh. He probably just kept calling back like, you guys are fucking dill holes. And, and I've talked to uh, to Rochester PD and they said, call you up and say you don't know what the fuck you're doing. That's right. <laughs> I don't love Rochester. I know. Huh? So anywho's. The three of the victims had the same type of stab, stab wounds. It was a match, right? And the placement of the wounds were about the same. This was all based on the report from the ME, from the medical exam. Okay. The Ann Arbor cops started looking closely at Coral Watts as a suspect. Like, mm, he's not he's not white, but we think that he's all right. <laughs> Boogie down before the fuzz gets hit. <laughs> That's right. Boogie down. The more they looked at him, the more that they knew that this was their guy. Coral had run-ins with the law since he was 15 years old. <clears throat> wow. His main thing since he was a teenager was assaulting women. Okay. According to Glenna Whitley, a reporter for the Dallas Observer, and we'll get into why she's in Dallas, by the way, later on, because you're, you're going to find out some cool shit. Um, he had told a shrink that uh, he did it because it made him feel good. That's right, man. It made me feel good. You know, I was boogieing on. I had my afro, my pick in my hair, you know. <laughs> like Huggy Bear. Me. Like Huggy Bear from, from Stasky and Hutch. Dude, Snoop played a good Huggy Bear. but yeah. That he did. I, I yeah. like that remake. That was, that was yeah. pretty funny. Snoop, if you're listening, come out. We'll, we'll smoke a doobie together. You don't want to smoke with this fucking Dude, I would smoke beast. a blunt with... My, you know what's funny is my 70-some-year-old mother, who's never done drugs in her life, literally told me, I go, I would give anything to smoke a blunt with Snoop. And she goes, Tammy, I would give anything to smoke a blunt with Snoop. It's amazing because <laughs> when your mom and I are Snapchatting our naked pictures back and forth... My mom does not Snapchat. She said that she's willing to... She hasn't smoked a blunt, but she'll smoke a bowl. My mom... Shut up. My mom can barely use Facebook, so shut up. Oh, just wait. She knows you know a lot more than you all think, No, she man. doesn't. <clears throat> she I looks hot you. naked. Gotta hate you. Hate you. <laughs> Anywho, he told the... Uh, he, he told the, that when he was 15 years old, you know, mm-hmm. to the shrink, right? As time went on, his methods evolved like every serial killer does. Oh, yeah. They always, they do. He learned to attack women from behind so that they were off guard with a hand over their mouth so they couldn't cry for help. Oh, yeah. So while the Ann Arbor cops were investigating Coral, he was living in Detroit. They knew that what kind of car he drove and where he worked. They Uh gave that info to the Ann Arbor cops uh, to keep tabs on him. Okay. All right. So the Detroit cops are like, mm, we're going to follow this brother. 
That's right. He's like, man, you just trying to pull me over because I'm black. No, no, we're trying to pull you over because you're a serial killer and we know it, motherfucker. Because you've been stabbing. You got all stabby-stabby. You got a little, you got too stabby-stabby with a lot of women. That's why we're following yeah. you, jackass. Dude, if you were a woman, you'd have been Scott's perfect, perfect mate. Mm, yes. <laughs> Dude, if you are cray-cray, email Scott. <laughs> this is why. This is why, okay? There's actually a legit reason. So if you have a normal chick... Sex is good, okay? Sex can be really good. But a crazy bitch? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, I tell you what. They will do things that even would make me sit there go, really? I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let me get my helmet on in this monkey suit. And <laughs> I, <laughs> Dude, I, I know. Because I'm not, I mean, I always say I'm legit crazy, but don't call me crazy until you get to know me. Because then I'll, I'll cut a bitch. But anyway, yeah, I've been told that people know right away that I'm kind of freaky. But yeah. Well, and here's the beautiful thing about crazy chicks. It's like if you're if, if they're living with you, you're sleeping with them. You really don't know if you're going to wake up alive or dead. So that adds. <laughs> you to know, so that adds to the that adds to the I'm, adrenaline rush. I'm a right? sick son of a bitch, man. And I you wake up in the morning, you open up that one eye. I'm still alive. Holy shit! I made it another night. <laughs> That's going to be a good day. Well, you know, I keep day. threatening to smother you in your sleep, and I got people who are going to bring a, sho- a shovel and a tarp, Cheryl. Um... <laughs> What I, what I love is even if you get into a wreck, if you're if you're dating a, a crazy chick that you know is probably going to kill you, you get into a wreck and say, oh, at least you're still alive. Are you kidding me? This is the least of my worries of trying to die. <laughs> you just ran me over. That's that's amateur shit right there. Do you not know who that, I live that's with? That's basic bitch shit right there. That's when that's when the cops and the ambulance shows up. You're on the ground. You go, oh, hold on. Gather around, kids. Let me tell you a story about who I live with. <laughs> and uh, they're like, holy shit, yeah, so this is like a, a, day, a walk in the park. Yeah, this is easy. Yep. This is easy. I've only got three broken bones, and I'm bleeding out of my ears. That's that's nothing. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I can I, throw some dirt on this. I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> rub some dirt in it, and let's just call it a day, man. I'm going to go home and see if I can get myself killed. All right, so where the hell are I live? Okay, so back in Ann Arbor, the cops <laughs> had beeped up their night patrols. Okay. All right. So it's 4.40 a.m., and a pair of cops see this girl walking alone, and she's looking nervous as hell. Yeah, so it's like she feels like somebody's following her. Yeah, and then, yeah. And then she was a little ahead of her time. She started singing, I always feel like somebody's watching me. Can't get no privacy. And she's trying to masturbate. Ew. And she's all sweaty. And so it's, you know. Wishing a hotel lobby masturbating to a magazine. Smelling like a freshly opened can of tuna. Ew. <laughs> you know what? That's why I don't eat the chunk like tuna, by the way. Ew. <laughs> why? Bad experience? That is, like, that is like cat food right there. That's like eating canned corned beef and hash. That's dog food. Oh, did you have a bad experience with a girl when you were in prison? No. She had chunky? No. Yeah, a little chunky cat food going on? Anyway. I hate you. <laughs> so soon after they see her, right, they see this brown Pontiac drive by. And he passes by the girl several more times like he's stalking her. Oh, okay. So the, they see the brown car driving by. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, uh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. So the cops go, hey, hey, let's follow this fucker. So they follow yeah. her. The girl gets home safely, uh, you know, where she wanted to go. But the Pontiac keeps driving around the same area. The two patrolmen call the plate number in, and sure enough, it's, it's Coral. Oh, yeah, it's Coral. Yeah. The cops find out that he has a suspended license, so they pull him over and arrest him. Woo! Pull over! Woo, woo! That's the sound of the police. Okay. No, that's me in the bedroom woo, with your mom. Woo. It's the sound of the beast. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I say to your mom. <laughs> I could throw out a whole bunch of rap lyrics today, man, I'm telling you. So the cops found out that he was on suspension and he gets arrested, right? Um, also, the plate on his uh, on his car, the plates were expired. This is the first time the police could prove that Coral Watts was in Ann Arbor. Wow. He's got no fucking reason to be there, by the way. Yeah. Because he lives in Detroit. Yeah. And how <laughs> far is Ann Arbor from Detroit, do you know? I'm trying to remember. I think it's like an hour. I'll look it up. It's not, it's not very far. Right, but still, it's like, <coughs> so, you know... I got a lot to read, so I better get Okay, go shit. ahead. Well, I got like another couple pages. Anyway, the detective's question wants, um, the detective that question wants, because I can't read apparently, mm-hmm. said that he was very polite until he started asking questions about the murders. And Watts said, I want an attorney. Which, okay, I can say that I don't blame Watts because guilt or innocence, 
I would have done the same thing if oh, I was being yes. questioned by the cops. Watts was, you know, and I would. I don't care what they're asking me about. If they're coming in, like, hey, Scott, how you doing? No, I'm doing pretty good. Um, you still smoking? Yeah, I still smoke and I still drink, you know. Um, oh, that's pretty good. Hey, there was a dead body over here. I want an attorney. I would <laughs> shut that shit down right there. Say, well, we found a dead. Nope. Stop right there. We're yep. done. Finished. That's right. Nope. That's right. What? It's about a 45-minute drive. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, 45, yeah, 45 minutes. Mi- minutes yeah. I would shut that shit down quicker than shit. Oh, hell yeah. Because a second, and, and this is a little advice to our listeners. If you get into trouble over anything. Yeah, you pull a Brian Koberger and you don't say shit. Don't. Here's what I want you to do. You ready? Okay. I only want you to say two things. Jack and shit. With the exception <laughs> of this sentence right here. I want an attorney. That's right. Because you have the right to remain silent. Exercise yeah. that right. And you know what? People think that that makes you look guilty. But fuck it. Yeah, because they're, yes. they're, they're going to tell you, well, you know what makes you look guilty? Well, you know what, what makes you look stupid? Talking to the fucking cops without an yeah, attorney Yeah, because they will freaking twist your words like nobody's business. Yeah, trust me. Trying to protect y'all, man. Yeah, trust me. Okay, so. Uh, where the fuck was it? God, I keep losing my sp- I got to start highlighting shit. And, you uh, do. You need to do something over there. So anyway, anyway, Watts is released because they didn't have anything that they could really hold him on. I mean, because, I mean, who really goes to jail for expired license and tags? They write you a fine, and they'd say, hey, get that shit taken care of. The cops started keeping tr- an eye on him 24-7, but Watts knew the cops were following him, so he walked the line. Yeah, kind of like John mind. Wayne Gacy. Yep, because you're mine. I walked the line. <laughs> okay. Come on. Gotta have some Johnny I, Cash. Dude, I love Johnny. The cops didn't see shit. Because Coral didn't do anything knowing that he was being watched. And I wouldn't either. If the cops were looking right at me, I guess guess what? I'm not going to jaywalk. I'm not going to park too far or too close to the curb. I'm going to say yes, sir, no, sir. Because cops are watching me. It makes sense, right? Oh, totally. They even went as far as to get a warrant to place a tracking device on Watt's car that didn't work either. <laughs> yeah. Watts is all, Mm-mm, I'm not leaving Detroit. We're not going anywhere. Finally, they hauled him in to question him about the murders. They wanted to see if he could, uh, if they can get him to confess, but no luck there. Which, for that, I got to give Coral fucking, you know, a salute to because you didn't crack. You said, mm, not telling you shit. So, after about 10 months of babysitting Watts, the cops called off their surveillance. And this is just costing too much money, right? They figured that they couldn't babysit him anymore. Well, hold on. That's almost true. Almost. Almost. So, there was a detective Bunton. B-U-N-T-O-N. Not Button, but Bunton. Okay. He was working the case, and he did not give up. He worked the case on his own, on his off time, on his own time, right? Oh, yeah. I saw in an interview uh, with him that he said that he knew his, uh, you know, what Coral's patterns are. Okay. And that he would show up wherever he was. If Watts was went to the gro- if Watts went to the grocery store, there was Detective Button. When Watts came home from work, Button would be waiting for him on the street. You know that kind of thing. Oh yeah, yeah. So he knew that he was watching him. Right, right. Now this is actually where I have an issue with the case. I mean. What if you're wrong? What if this is just a dude that was in the wrong place at the wrong time, and now you're harassing him? Yeah. That's where I got a problem, right? Yeah. Of of course, he wasn't wrong at all, but still. No, but still. Yeah. Add to that, if you're up this guy's ass, uh, then he's not going to step out of line, and you'll never catch him. Leave the motherfucker alone. You know, don't sit there and show up and, and sit there. Hey, how's it going, Watts? Because now he knows. Stupid. Don't be a fucking retard. Call Rochester, New York. God damn it. They'll teach you how to do it. For fuck's sakes. With no witnesses and no evidence, they should have told the cops. Of, what the fuck? With no witnesses and no evidence that should have told the cops a few things. Okay? Because you ain't got either one. First, this guy thinks out his moves. He plans for the killings. He moves slowly and methodically when he attacks. He also knows how to stay calm and outsmart the cops. Now, if you're always there showing up, uh, showing up, 
showing him that the cops are watching you. Of course, like I said, he's not gonna he's not gonna make any mistakes. He's gonna walk the line. Then Watts vanished from Detroit. Like poof, just gone, right? <laughs> Detective Button searched for him and discovered that Watts had moved to Houston, Texas. That's why we have the reporter from Dallas, by the way. Oh, okay. See, big fucking circles. Oh, right yeah, because he was born there. Yeah, yeah, got it now. Big circles like my tongue on your mom. Ah, fuck. <laughs> you and I are going to box. She's like my light beer of love, man. Tastes great, less filling. Miller Light. Is she your Rainier? <laughs> Ew, no. Rainier's gross. Dude, I still can't get over how that chick kept say. bringing out cases of Rainier, and I'm like, oh. I was just going to mention that that last venue we played at, yeah, which was a kind of a They went through so show. much Rainier that I was just like, who the fuck? <laughs> now, those of you who are anywhere but the Pacific Northwest, if you have not tried Rainier, okay? Oh, you owe yourself a big favor. And don't. Just fucking don't. <laughs> don't. Do not try vitamin R. It's it disgusting. It is gross as fuck. Yeah. I would rather lick a menstruating skunk's ass. <laughs> Dude, and I told you that the one venue I reached out to, like literally on Facebook, was bragging about how they were num- they were in the top ten Rainier sellers in the world. I'm like, uh, okay. That tells me that they have cheap alcoholics and hobos. That's what that that's what that venue is about. Cheap alcoholics and fucking hobos. Uh, and then you got Rainier on tap. Don't go to that bar. <laughs> now that made me gross out. I can't believe that somebody had Rainier on tap. No. That's that's not okay. Not okay. They need Jesus. Dude, no shit. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Almost as soon as he got to, to Houston, right, girls started turning up dead. You have to figure that wow. the cops in Michigan <clears throat> were now off his back. So, you know, because he's in Houston. So right, right. What, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You're you're in Michigan. You, you have no jurisdiction. Piss yeah. off. Yeah, well, and that's quite a distance from Texas to Michigan, yeah. Exactly. So, you know, Carl's out there. He's got his little cowboy hat on, got his boots on, going, I'm from Texas now. <laughs> nice car. Everything's bigger in Texas, including my killing sprees. Anywho, so Detective Button calls up, the, calls up Houston and begins working uh, with them to catch Watts. Button gave, Button gave him all the info that he had about Watts, including... That Watts was a mechanic, and what kind of car that he drove. Right, right. Sure enough, they found Watts working for the bus service that provided public transportation around Houston. They even went as far as to talk to Watts and get a warrant to, guess what, put a tracker on his car. Again! Wow. Oh, they love their trackers, don't they? I'm telling you. Sorry. Boys and girls, I'm taking it off my cigarette because I don't fucking care. Your cigarette or your vape? My cigarette. Oh, I didn't. I didn't smell it this time. Oh, you just wait. I've got gas. You'll be smelling it. <laughs> Anywho, he's. People, I need Joel. Call me. You have my number. So, they're, they're, they're tracking his car, right? Just like the cops in Michigan did. Uh, Michigan did. But guess what? No luck. Girls ste- kept turning up dead they couldn't prove that he had done anything that was until a young lady by the name of Lori lister and that sounds like a a, a woman's rock star name it really it does. does it does I yeah would, i would think that she would probably be opening for us or something you know the next yeah. on stage is Lori lister and we're sitting there oh no she's not too bad she's got big tits um but i did greg i did i did greg <laughs> So, peep this, yo, as I lay down the beats. Lori was coming home to her apartment when Watts grabbed her from behind. And I like grabbing her from behind, too. Like your mom. She started to black out, but Watts didn't kill her right there. He took her keys, and uh, leaving Lori passed out on the ground. When he went upstairs and unlocked the door, he saw Lori's roommate, Melinda. Like, Melinda's like, what the fuck? They're both shocked to see each other, of course. They're, he's like, okay. he's like, yo, what you doing here, girl? And she's like, um, look here, strange big black man. Why are you in my place, okay? This is a good. You need Jesus. 
Watts didn't expect to see anyone there, and Melinda was expecting to see Lori so that they can go off to church and praise Jesus like he should have. And they did, uh, as they did every Sunday morning. Watts grabbed Melinda and went inside the apartment. He put a knife against her throat and told Melinda that if she screamed, that he would kill her. He took Melinda to the room and began to choke her from behind. And some girls are into that, but you got to pay extra for that in Thailand. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> Except for with your mom. Your mom said it's okay. Anyway. I, I, I think it's bizarre how you say you've never been with a prostitute, yet you know what they charge in Thailand. <laughs> Just saying. I've been to Thailand a few times. It doesn't mean I've been with any of the fucking hookers. No, because they're all girly <laughs> boys over there from my understanding. No, that's, that's not Thailand. Oh, that's is Thailand. It, is it Thailand? Yeah, where do you think Bangkok is? Oh, that's right. It is. Ty- okay, you're right. Remember, they call it Bangkok. For not, a reason. <laughs> not Bang Twat. <laughs> All right? Which is actually my greatest fear. I'm afraid of going out on a date. And things are going great, man. And then you're, you know, maybe you start making out. And then you reach under her skirt and you're like, um. <laughs> I, I'm not um, feeling what I should be feeling right now. <laughs> excuse me, Lisa. Excuse me. I'm disturbed because you have a penis. And what bothers me even more is it's bigger than mine. And so we need to talk. This isn't good because, goddamn, that's like you carry more meat than a butcher shop. You're so horrible. <laughs> that's terrible. I should be right. Okay, so, anywho's, um, now the rest of this is going to be off of memory, by the way, because I didn't write it down. Oh, shit. <laughs> I figured I'd make this episode fun and interesting. So check this out. And actually, I'm really impressed with Melinda. Melinda pretends like she's passed out, right? She goes, ugh. And he's like, okay, I think she's passed out or she's dead. I'll come back. Goes and gets Lori, drags her ass upstairs because Lori's like legit passed out. Puts Lori in a bathtub, starts filling up the tub um, because he's going to drown her. He peeks in on Melinda and Melinda, you know, kind of sees him coming. He goes, ugh. And like, like she's dead or passed out. He goes, okay. She's done for. She's still out. I'm going to take care of Lori first. Starts trying to drown Lori. Lori, of course, comes back awake and struggles a little bit. And he hears Melinda rustling around in the other room. What Melinda was doing was she jumped from her second floor balcony. Right. Lands on the ground. Coral's like, oh, now we have problems. (laughs) Flags down a neighbor. You know, say, hey, man, there's a crazy dude in my apartment. He's trying to kill Lori. Calls the cops. Freaking Coral is ghost. He's gone. Wow. But she provided the description to catch him. Oh. So the cops finally, long story short, because we got to end this pretty quick. They catch him and they link him to a bunch of murders. But here's the thing. He didn't get life without parole in oh. Houston. This is why. Because during the plea bargaining uh, portion of the of the, the uh, proceedings, of yeah. the proceedings um, he, took a, he took a plea bargain where they would not consider the water he was using as a deadly weapon. Because that's, that, that, that's the weapon he was going to use against Lori, was drowning her. So he pled guilty to a bunch of bodies. He ends up getting paroled, but one of the victim's moms, and I should have actually wrote her name down because the rest of the story is pretty cool. She sees it, you know, he's, he's confessed to her, the, the death of her daughter, and she sees this on TV, gets a hold of this activist, right? And so now Coral is just about ready to walk free, and Guess who they call? Now, all this whole entire time, you remember Joe Foy at the beginning of this whole thing? Yeah. As girls are dropping dead all throughout Michigan, mm-hmm. Joe Foy is contacting like senators and, and contacting just everybody that he can. And the cops are like, dude, there's nothing. Just quit calling us. Kind of like that guy did with Craig Price. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's calling and calling. And like, uh, there's nothing we can do. I, You know, whatever. Well, since this victim's mom's making such a ruckus, mm-hmm. it caught the attention of the senator, a, a senator from Michigan. And they launched a task force and they managed to link him 
to the girl he killed in Joe Foy's alley. Uh, Goes right back to prison, and he gets fucking life. Wow. And that's the long and short of the story right there. But, uh, yeah, he died in prison is what is what happened. There's a lot more to the story, but like I said, I didn't put it all in my notes. And I have them handwritten like, all over my desk. And Scott's handwriting sucks ass, people. Um, it's called just, nerve damage, bitch. No, it's called scribble. Because I literally have tried to read some things that you've written down. Because you're like, just check my desk. It's written there. No, I can't read it. Uh, I thought my mom's handwriting was horrible. And even my mom can't read her own handwriting sometimes. But, like, literally, yours... No, I needed I needed an interpreter and all these ancient scroll people to come. <laughs> it's not as bad as Keith Jesperson's. Oh, dude. Okay, I have. Le- I'm like the Keith Whisperer because I can like read through his letter and be like, okay, I don't know what that word means, but then I'll go back and read it again so I can kind of translate it a little bit. Yeah, and somebody's you know because we're working with somebody in San Quentin to write a book. And um, he told me, he goes, I want you to know that I haven't gone and corrected this. And so there's a lot of errors in it. You know, like you have to edit it. I said, that's okay. I'm used to that. You know, if I have questions, I'll ask you. But yeah, it's. So do you have any questions about Coral here? Because that way there I can. I I don't think so, because um, you pretty much said what you wanted. I I mean. We could have gone murder by murder by murder, but Jesus We could Christ. have been, it's, but that was the same a murder. lot. It's a, there's a lot well, of murders, and, and it's all the same kind of killing. So basically what you're saying is each girl was pretty much stabbed in the same places. Right, exact same places, except Almost for Lori. Almost like it was ritualistic. Lori was the, the, the change-up. Okay. You know, and according to the things that I read in, in the docs, the documentaries that I, that I watched, Lori and Melinda are still good friends, which right. makes sense. Melinda saved her fucking life. Like, if I was Lori, I'd be like, you can fucking pee on me. You have that right. You right. saved my life, fucker. <coughs> All right, remember, boys and girls. Remember, if you're an older lady or a young Asian girl, you can send me an email. The rest of you, I don't care. Nothing to that, huh? Nothing? Nothing? I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to feed into your shit. Because <laughs> I'm Christ. like, I feel sorry for these girls out there. Like, really, I do. Me too, because they haven't had any love from me. <laughs> Duh. Did, so did you get the bartender's number at the last venue? <laughs> the little midget girl, yeah! Well, the older midget lady, but uh, I should go back there at the, to the last dude, venue. She, her head barely came over the top of the bar. Which is perfect, and she doesn't need knee pads. <laughs> and I can, I can remain standing. And if I married her, that would complete my midget set, because that's two midgets. That's that's same same. That's so that would be five total. Yes, <laughs> that's same. Oh my god! I same gotta same. say, I have to say this because when I pulled in, I was talking to crazy ass Jen doll, right? And we were talking about because her trip is coming up, and we were sitting there talking. She goes, "The host said I said something," and she goes, "That is a negative." I go, "Female inmate," and she cracked and laughed. She goes, "That's right." <laughs> Wait till she actually, you know, sees the hand gestures. Oh, I know. The I same, know. The same, same, the no, no, and negative female inmate. That's right. She'll start doing them too. Oh, and the polar bear. Of course, you have to <laughs> polar bear. I, I, I think I want to train her to do this to you. Go and look at you and go, Underwood. Oh, over there. there. <laughs> you really, because Brian Engel, because you posted something on our Facebook page about a bear getting arrested, a brown bear getting arrested. <laughs> yeah. and, I, and you said something, and I go, buddy, because he's not a polar bear. And I put this, like, meme up there, and, <laughs> and it's like a polar bear waving his arms. Right <laughs> and Brian Engel goes, that is a polar bear on crack. <laughs> <laughs> and a shout out to Brian Engel. I mean, we haven't said anything to him for a while, and I, I just adore you, Brian. Nah, and I promise you're not gonna. Man. I promise you're not gonna be on the next Jack Link's commercial with the Sasquatch going crazy on you. He uh, <laughs> he emailed me. I think it was uh, on my birthday, or not emailed me, but sent me a text. Um, but yeah, fucking love Brian, man. He's just yeah. Fun. He did. It was it was on my birthday, and he wrote me a little poem, which was uh, I'd have to look it up. But it's hold on, you know, let me do that because it's fucking hilarious. He sent you a poem. He on your sent, birthday? He sent me a poem because he loves me. He had to have texted it to you because it didn't come on your email. Right. He, he texted it to me. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm looking. Hold on. Because it, it, it was very funny and I laughed a little too hard. I know. It's like. Oh, here it was. Okay. Ready? Uh-huh. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. I'd buy you a gift 
but I'm a broke bitch boohoo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I love him. I read that while I was driving and I'm sitting there just choking. You know, dying. I have two favorite people in Cal well, I have more than that, but two favorite listeners in California. It's Brian and Maritza. Okay, but I have to throw this in because Nola Z. Oh, I know. Yeah, because she asked how many Canadians you know, and I didn't want to put on there. Uh, his ex-wife is Canadian. <laughs> yeah, we, we we don't like the uh, the Canadian. I won't say the word. The the, the Cal the, the the Calgary cunt. Yeah. Um, I will because I don't care. What's she gonna do? Sue me again? Yeah. Well, and let's not mention that there's another Canadian up there that Scott hates. Oh, don't even get me started with Harmolka. And I <laughs> swear, to God, matter, of fact, matter of fact, Nola. You live in that same area. If you happen to see her, and accidents happen, by the way. If you happen Dude, to run her over and back over her. Your bricks could fail. That's right. I mean, th stuff like that happens. It's the weirdest damn thing. I'm just saying, if you ran her over, maybe I would, you know, I, I, I wouldn't fault you. I really wouldn't. For all you Canadians, run over a homolka today. <laughs> Do your duty as a good Canadian Run over Hamolka today <laughs> The maple trees and the mooses on the looses They demand it Any uses But no, uh, Nola is fantastic And uh, I keep forgetting the name of their freaking radio show Their, their internet radio show Because I keep on wanting to plug it for Oh, her. I know And she posted it on her thing And I kept I was And gonna, it's funny It's well, funny I was going to pin it I was going to pin it to her thing I forgot So Nola Share it again, and I will pin it to our uh, features up at the top so that oh, yeah. they'll see it up there Herner, all the time. Her and her husband are freaking amazing. Are they as funny as you and I? No, I'm, I'm funnier than anybody. Sorry, guys. That's because, you know. Yeah, because yeah, Scott and I don't have any filters. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what a filter is. <laughs> no, Nola is a total sweetheart. Man. She I is. Love her she is. All right. Remember, boys and girls, you can send us an email at BrutalNation at TwistedBlueLLC.com. Check us out on Medium, Crime Beat on Medium, and wherever you happen to get your blogs. Log on to the Book of the Faces Facebook and join Citizens of Brutal Nation. And if you like rock and blues, by the way, you can go over to the Twisted Blue page. And uh, then you can see pictures of me performing, which is awesome. And, like, not performing porn either because that's a whole different – that's that's OnlyFans. Um, and uh, – Nothing to that one either? No, because I'm ignoring you. I'm throwing shit at you now, goddammit. <laughs> Dude, you hit me right in the fucking forehead. Yes! <laughs> that was a blind throw, that too. That was, too, because I'm throwing No, no. Y'all Yo, would be went. impressed with this. Let me describe what I'm looking at, okay? I've got my mic in front of me. I have a sound shield. Uh, yes. And then I've got my... Your big-ass monitor. big-ass monitor. And then there's my monitor. And then her monitor. I can't even see her. All I can see is a little bit of tape on top of her headphones. I was going to say, I can't even see your head at all. That's because I'm ducked down. I'm oh. safe like that. I'm all <laughs> stealthy as shit. And I have thrown shit at you several times and missed totally. That's right. I'm stealthy, man. And I played softball, so there you go. <laughs> it's weird because Dude, sometimes... But yeah, it came right over and hit me square in the forehead. Sometimes when I'm alone, I like to play with the little softball myself. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Oh, that's I a was home run. Make, I was going to say something about your, you know, erectile dysfunction, but that's mean. Oh, that's <laughs> fucked up. What no. the hell? Okay, I have to say this because Scott said that he could never get prescribed e <laughs> ED pills because he wouldn't just take one or two. <laughs> I am irresponsible as fuck. Okay, le no, no, no. Let, let me tell you how how much of a child I am. Okay, so you and I are playing uh, that Quiz Planet game, uh -huh, right? Uh huh. And I'm beating you, but yeah. One of the questions, and I swear to God, this was it. And then I'll tell. Let me finish the whole thing. And it said, "How how long does it take for Uranus to circle the sun?" And I said, <laughs> "And you they missed said it, didn't Uranus. You? <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> my my anus is sitting right here, and my fucking fat finger hit two years, knowing that it was more than forty. Oh my years. god, that is so knowing funny. that because I'm a fucking five year old in a fifty year old's <laughs> you body. Know what because yeah, on that note, there was one time when I was in high school, right? And in science class, they told us, you know, on a clear night, you can see Uranus. And I told my aunt this. And she, my aunt Sandy, right? Christopher, Chris's mom. 
she literally said, well, if you bend over far enough, you can see your anus any time of day. And I was like, what? And then it dawned on me what she meant. And I was like, oh, that's horrible. horrible. Looks like it's a full moon out today. <laughs> it's a full moon over Vancouver. <laughs> you know what? And it has been a full moon over Vancouver several times. And I'm telling you, I'm blinded. <sighs> I'm like, literally, that's why I have PTSD people. <laughs> that's because you like it when I drop my pants and moon no. you. No, dude. I'm so glad you didn't drop your drop trow in that freaking video. On your birthday. <laughs> Look into my brown eye yeah. of doom. No. Nah. No. Jesus Christ. All right, boys and girls. This show's copyright 2023 by Twisted Blue LLC. All rights are reserved. And if you're hearing this, because I have heard some shit that people have been fucking copying from our our podcast. So remember, if you're hearing this or any part of this on anybody else's show or podcast. And you know who you are. You bastards know who you are. Knock it the <laughs> fuck off. Okay. Or at least give us some I was fucking gonna say, props Give for us it. some props. Say, yeah, I heard this on. You know, yeah, that's no all shit. you got to say. Be a selfish asshole. And you know asshole. what? Contact us. We'll collaborate with you. And if you're really hot, contact us and you can clam slam me. You know, well, when I'm not with Tammy's mom. Um, this show's copyrighted 2023 by Twisted Blue LLC. If you're hearing this or any part of this on anybody else's show or podcast, they're lying, thieving bastards. bastards. And we'll see you guys later on. Bye-bye. Bye.